Freedom is a major issue. That's why I chose to name this collection the Legalized Freedom Collection. That's the name of the tour. Gear up. Get your merch. Let everybody know you represent that freedom. Let them know you support what we're doing. You, you check out the podcast. We got hoodies, caps, some t-shirts. New t-shirt designs coming as well. But uh, stock up now. Legalized Freedom Tour merch. Do we have a promo code or anything? We do, but only if you're inside of the Discord, which is another reason why you should sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. So when you get a chance, check out the merch store. Uh, always dropping new stuff. We're thinking about some coffee mugs, maybe. You know, you never know what we're going to drop. So you go to chingobling.com, click store, click merch, and uh, you could shop your little heart out. Have a great time. Knock yourself out. Now, speaking of... Tia members and agents of the mm -hmm. Tamal Intelligence Agency. These are proud to pay supporters. They're directly funding the growth of this show and the studios. And never before ever done. We're adding a new tier. Yeah. Super entry level. Super entry level for those of us, for those of you that want to join the Discord because you like Discord or you like chatting, you like that whole messenger kind of uh, interaction. We're going to have an informant tier. So it's $1 a month. Yeah. If you want just access to the Discord, that doesn't give you access to any uh, bonus episodes or videos or audio or anything. It's just for the Discord. You get access to the general chat room for $1 a month. Yeah, that's like the main chat room. Yep. But uh, I think that's a steal. Yeah. That's a super steal because if you already listen to the show and you hear us talk about the agents and the community mm -hmm. and the Discord and the chat and just the direct connection at all times, um, hell, you can't beat that. No. That's a dollar. And that was like one of the main things that was like behind the paywall that yeah. only agents could access. But an agent suggested it. Say, call it the informant tier, do it a dollar, give them some access to some of the Discord. Yep. And uh, I'm excited about it. So uh, don't hesitate. Do it now. Take action. And you already support the show. Might as well take take that little leap of faith and uh, meet us on the dark side. And still though, enjoy the podcast. For sure. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We're coming in extra spicy, caliente, very humid, coming at you live from the Lone Star State from an undisclosed location. In because, the bunker. Hey, because you already know, man, when the left, when they get to uh, weaponizing riots, when they want, you're going to have to put barricades around the studio, Big Doc. 100%, especially with this uh, Roe v. Wade thing going on, but we're going to get into it. Yeah, we'll talk about infanticide and all that. We'll talk oh, about everything. Yeah. They, they want to call it uh, women's reproduction, what are it, reproduction rights? Uh, like it's a right? I don't even know why it's called that because obviously that's we how they all know frame that men can have babies. So I don't know why it's called that. Yeah, they talking about women's rights. How and dare they? Didn't y'all just say there's no what is a woman and we can't define a We're woman? We're not biologists. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, we have rallies and insurrections of biologists. Well, you know what? We're gonna have to get uh, plush vagina hats Ooh. and wear them. Wear them on the show. I would if Jess makes those. I would absolutely wear it. She could probably sew something up. I'll put that shit on my head. Welcome to RPT, Red Pill Tamales, season number 14, episode 160. It is Wednesday, uh, how do I do this? Wednesday, 4 May. 4 what? May. 4 May, year of our Lord, 2022. That's right. I think that's some military shit, I don't know. Yeah. But I do have the military mind of a soldier. You have to. If people only knew the military <laughs> mind of a soldier to live in Chingo Blink shoes. Just, just to handle a morning. In the Chingle Bling household of like, it's raining, the, 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 her Barbie car is going to get wet, the handyman is here, he needs to fix this thing. I need paperwork oh, from you. He, shout out to Log G. Uh, my boy Jose is fixing something that Log G had installed. Oh. So he's like, yeah, dude, who did this? I was like, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a member of the Tia, he's an agent. That's hilarious. Uh, I am on tour, Legalized Freedom Tour. It is Chingo de Mayo, Comedy Weekend, Corpus Christi, all weekend long, all weekend long. Corpus Christi, get your tickets. Legalized Freedom Tour. We're coming in hot. We're going to be at uh, Mesquite Street Comedy Club, the new location. And weekend starts Thursday. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Don't, don't have me up there by myself and shit, like rethinking my whole career. Like, why is nobody here? If you want to get good seats, get it now because Friday's uh, preferred. I don't know if that's VIP. It's preferred. The, the way they phrase it, it's already think, sold out. I think they have VIP for every show. Yeah, they but do. But that's like the meet and greet. Yeah, they call it preferred seating. Uh, can, can you turn on my headphones, man? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, is, are you number two? Is that you? I story. Uh, yeah, right there on the Amber Turd. The number two. <laughs> no, right on the number two. My headphones two. are on number two, Amber Turd. Uh, the Friday, what is it, late show? The, the VIP sold out, so don't sleep on other. Wow. I'm actually surprised. I thought you were bluffing. No, no. Oh, okay. You, you for real with it yeah yeah i got the, i got them up right here 
All right. Okay. So if you want the early show, which I think the early show Fridays are usually like, like the probably the most popular one, VIP sold out. So don't sleep on the other nights. Yeah, do not sleep. Corpus Christi all weekend long. After that, Arlington, Texas. I'm actually getting a street team to pass out flyers at the mall and put up uh, posters and shit. So Dope. we're going old school with it, man. We nice. don't know. You know, it's kind of tricky running ads on Facebook. But anyway, Arlington, Texas. I'll be at the Improv May 12th through the 15th. That is Dallas, man. That's got to be a big weekend. Do not sleep. Uh, New Braunfels, May 20th. Abilene, Texas, May 21st. I thought we were going to cancel that one, but it turns out it's back on the list. All right. Abilene, do not sleep, May 21st. Lubbock, May 22nd. Bryan College Station, May 28th. Uh, San Angelo, Texas, June 3rd. Odessa, June 4th. Austin, June 9th. So many more cities like Albuquerque, El Paso, Irvine, Ontario, Denver, OKC. Get your tickets now. Chingobling.com. And also Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose, Waco, Brea, Oxnard, San Anto, Addison. All that and more. Chingobling.com. Get your tickets. Don't sleep. Sass. All right. Uh, easing into the week here. It's Wednesday, man. Before we get to some of today's stories, how's it going? Uh, good, man. Like I said, just crazy-ass morning. Uh, we might be moving soon, so my wife, she's texting me as we speak, like, so much, you know, documents and paperwork and just yeah. adulting. You got to keep track of so much shit, and now, it, all this talk about interest rates and the economy and inflation and, mm -hmm. and you know, all that, it's all hitting close to home because uh, now you're looking at the interest rates, and I already knew the number because I'm paying attention to politics. Yeah. So... How does it make you feel as far as like going into a, a you know something like a big purchase like that? How does it make me feel? Yeah. Well, extra square footage feels great. You know, a pool. Mm. You know, you can uh, have the kids' birthday parties back there. There's you know a little bit of backyard. The kids can run around. Uh, it, I guess it's gated technically, you know, but it's still in a gentrified ish area. So you probably want to be gated yeah. like a motherfucker. Gentrifying or gentrifying? No, it's gentrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gentrifying. <laughs> Yeah, it's an upgrade, but it's because because mind you, the heights yeah. used to be the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, sure. it's like yeah, good luck, good luck getting up in there. Yeah, so the heights used to be the hood. I'm too young for that. I've heard yeah. that it used to be the hood. Yeah. Second, oh, they call it Edo now. Which second ward? Yeah, yeah, that used to be the hood. Now, like that when, I when, see. when my that's funny. <laughs> when my uh, when my family first touched down in America, they rented a garage apartment. It was my parents and like my sisters. They were probably toddlers at the time. In uh, like a garage apartment, uh, like off of Polk Street in Second Ward, and they were like, "Let's get the fuck up out of here." And now, now it's like, can can anyone afford to? I mean, it's probably done a million times, but have you ever thought about making a show about that? Those times, uh, a TV show? Yeah, like Hentified. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all like California centric. Of course, it's always there. It's always based in California. By the way, I think I have the, the title of my special, bro, my YouTube special. What? I, this is what I want to call it, and I'm going to just reveal it here first, and then y'all let me know in the comments, everybody in the Discord. I want to call it, y'all can go to hell, I'm going to go to Texas. I'm not mad at that, personally. And I can already see the branding. Uh, my boy, uh, High Def Willie, yeah. he's working on some branding. He might have like a cactus, a yellow rose, like a cool font, like that. You know how white girls be dressing to Coachella? Yeah. With like little vintage wannabe Willie Nelson t-shirts yeah. and shit? That type of aesthetic. Straight urban outfitters. <laughs> Amazing branding. I like it. Yeah, man. Are there any second and thirds? There's other titles, but some of the titles I like, it's kind of like, well, you weren't really saying like don't get triggered or am I allowed to say this or they can't cancel us all or coconut. Like there's a lot of cool titles, yeah. but it's like, you're not really, you're not really talking about that. Right. You know, have I was you still kind of pandering at the time. <laughs> have you thought that special names have to be pretty on the nose with what you're talking about? No, right? No, not at all. Look at uh, Drake's albums. It's always like, Wish you were here. Or like, thank you. Take care. Champagne yeah. poppy. Yeah. Yeah. He has different titles, but sometimes, um, I like titles that are like kind of abstract. Like even even Eddie Murphy, his shit was like delirious, right? Raw, yeah. And, and it kind of fit, but it's just so like timeless. It's just like a word, and you know. And I want to represent Texas on this uh, special. Uh, we shot it in Addison, Texas, a few years ago. Uh, another title could be like before the pandemic. Mm. You know, before the lockdown. But will YouTube allow me to say those things? You How know? about post liberal? Post liberal. Or the, actually, I was, I was still back in my liberal days. I, I know, but it's coming out during your post-liberal 
Because are you talking about any of the? I guess not, huh? You're not really. I mean, there's about... a little joke in there where it it address it, it mentions like the border wall. Yeah, and it's very like you know that term's getting used a lot right now. Post liberal. Really? Yeah. So post liberals are people who voted for uh, voted against Donald Trump in 2016, and now going into uh, 2020, they voted uh, wait other way around. They voted for Biden in 2020. And now they're going to be voting for Republicans in the primaries and in 2024. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Post-liberal. Who's yeah. throwing that term around? I mean, I've heard it from the post-millennial, no pun intended, uh, Tim Pool. I've heard it on uh, a couple of other just independent, you know. So all the woke Marxism is starting to turn people off? Because oh, I know, I know, I know like um, black voters, Latino voters, I mean, they're leaving in droves. Yeah. And... A lot of times the way they measure this stuff is um, polls and, and things like that, right? So some people, it's all in how you interpret that. And it's kind of hard to gauge to get like a real time sense. And, and it's hard to gauge like how many Latinos are catching wind of some of this extreme, some of the radical stuff, you know, some yeah. of like the extra socialism or like, you know, like, I mean, non-citizens allowed to vote and all this type of shit. Yeah, I guess, I mean, it's a term that's been around for a while, but now it, I guess it's just being framed in this, you know, post-liberals are people who voted for Biden, maybe even voted for Hillary, and are now, like, turning a new leaf and voting for, finding themselves voting for Trump, or wanting to vote for people like Trump and DeSantis. Now Hillary want to run again. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I think she is. Really? Yeah. Why not? They had 20 people on the stage last time. Yeah. They had Bernie, they had Andrew Yang, O'Rourke. I don't think you can have those people. I mean, I, you might have a few of them. Like, I don't know about Beto. Like, he's got his his plate full trying to run for governor here, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Beto. So that'd be him. But, uh, I mean, there's a list. I think the Washington Post, I didn't see it, but I saw people were tweeting out about, like, the Washington Post or maybe Newsweek's, like, top seven or ten people that the Democrats could put up there. And you had, like, Pete, you know, Mayor Pete, and you had Kamala, and you had, like, a governor from, like, North Carolina or maybe South Carolina, something mm-hmm. like that. Just a list of random people. A lot of them just don't have the notoriety to make it happen. So it would have to be like a, let's get the, what's the ace in the hole? Michelle Obama or something like that? Well, somebody, what do you mean? Like like a, a killer c- candidate? Yeah, like a likable, like almost shoe-in, at least in their heads, uh-huh. would be probably Hillary to them. I don't think so, obviously, but Michelle. You think Big Mike going to run? I don't think Big Mike's going to run, <laughs> but I think Big Mike's going to make a lot of noise for whoever we, does run. Are we allowed to say Big Mike? No. Sometimes no, you'd be looking at this trans movement and be like, man, hold on, dog. Y'all doing this shit for Big Mike? Are y'all normalizing? And it's like, well, you don't have the time. <laughs> you know, at the time, it wasn't very, uh, it wasn't something you could be out and open about. But now that society has shifted and we've normalized it. Well, uh, since, since you've made the... Ladies Obama- and gentlemen, Big Mike. <laughs> And now they can answer all the questions like, well, how did the babies get born? What came out of his pee hole. Yeah, go ahead. No, since you did the Obama impression, I guess we just should just start with this past weekend's or the recent, um, what do you call it? Correspondence. Oh, that, that fucking, uh, what's his name? Trevor Noah went up there and did some jokes. Yeah, the comedy Obama. Okay, well, the right, the right got triggered. Uh, conservatives got triggered when they saw Joe Biden with his cheese, his fake laugh. That's such a, that's a yeah. <laughs> so fake who do you think writes i this, mean uh, it's no, go, oh, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead no jokes. i don't know who i mean it's so hard to say right there's so many fucking people that can write these jokes obviously trevor Noah didn't write any of this because he got both sides pretty he, he tagged on both sides and then biden you almost aren't seeing any of biden's uh speech or jokes because he had a pretty I, long set. yeah i saw him <laughs> i saw him try to crack set. some jokes yeah did you see any of it i saw like maybe two jokes it was something about like uh he tried to make an insurrection joke yeah 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 dude stupid. i have like it's pretty long but i just wanted to get your thoughts on yeah, these I, fucking I, jokes and who wrote them and you know their deliveries and shit it's also cringy and also out of touch with america yeah yeah i don't know dude um well, I, it, there's just so much. Uh, I guess pull up the clip. Okay, I'll play it. Because the right got triggered. They tried to frame it. Conservatives tried to frame it as they're laughing at the fact that your bills are high and mm-hmm. your dollar is, is being crushed. Like, they're laughing at your inflation. Look at them. Jo- look at the elites joking about uh, the economy and how bad things are going. But it's like, well... Yes and no. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay. Get it. Let's get into it. Yeah. Tell me. Like, yes and no. Because I thought the same thing. I mean, the jokes themselves, it might have been two or three of them that I was like, okay, that one hit. That was funny, right? Yeah, it's almost like it's almost like 
the the Trevor Noah joke about like um, everything is up, you know, you know, everything is up since uh, on the up. Yeah, everything's on the up since you've become president. And he's like, gas is up, food is up, inflation is up, everything is up. Yeah. And then Biden, of course, has to be like, oh, I'm self-deprecating. Yeah. Oh, I'm the butt of the joke. So in essence, it's like, dude, go ahead and laugh and show that you're able to joke about yourself. And in- I don't think he should have laughed, though. I think the, the elites that were around him, he should have had some other tick for those moments because you're going to see that in ads, I'm sure. At the end of this well, year. Well, yeah, because it's going to be framed as the the elites in D.C., the sellout politicians, are laughing at your gas bills and your food, your grocery bills. Mm-hmm. They're laughing at the squeeze they're putting. They caused the squeeze, and they're laughing at you. Well, I mean, yes and no. It's almost like technically he's trying to laugh along with Trevor Noah as they joke about him, as they laugh at him. That's one way to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Which is kind of like, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's like, if you don't laugh, you're looking like you're not willing to laugh at yourself. Yeah. And I've always said this. I like edgy comedy, things that push the envelope. This isn't necessarily, if you want to like, if you put it on paper and wrote the words down, you read it, it's not funny. But obviously it's how it's delivered. What's the context? Obviously, you know, it's part of a, of like a joke set roast of whatever. But, um, he shouldn't he should have like just maybe just gone like that shook his head put his hand on his face yeah, kind of just finesse sat back it. yeah just finesse it so that it's not like bro it looks like you're laughing at the american yeah, don't people be overtly fucking in their face laughing first of all he's so fake and corrupt and illegitimate yeah. and cheesy that it's like bro if you think about who owns this man it's like everybody mm-hmm. it's almost like does ukraine have some favors oh well yeah obviously yeah, they've been in cahoots. Uh, China, oh yeah, oh yeah. There's been all kinds of money exchange. So yeah, they they got some favors. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could just go down the li- the cartels, maybe, arguably. I don't see why not. Y- you you've damn near partnered with the coyotes. You know what I mean? Like they they pumping China's fentanyl, doing chemical warfare, genocide, killing like a hundred thousand Americans. Uh, they're lacing everything. I even heard weed and shit, cocaine, like all kinds of shit done been laced, is getting laced with the fentanyl. And and it's almost like, si hay mordida ahí, like if there's some type of bribe somewhere, allegedly, mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt it. It's almost like everybody, um, right now, Raytheon making their money, the military industrial complex is back in full effect. We are back at war. It is Obama 3.0. They're back to the managed decline of America. They're selling us out. We're back to America last policies. We're back to all these raw deals, printing up money in the middle of the night. And to back up a little bit and talk about this uh, White House Correspondents' Dinner and the humor that they attempted. Well, the context of it is if you zoom out, mm-hmm. we don't have a real press. Uh, big tech is on the take. Like they're, they have a monopoly on speech and regulating everything and uh, what they want to suppress, what they want to amplify. So these jokes would hit different if we had a different scenario in our country at the time. Like if we had a real press and they weren't ushering out the journalists as they're like, hey dude, what about Afghanistan? Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out. Well, so post, uh, this was from uh, Sagar and Jetty, the uh, Breaking Points host. I believe this was him talking about post party. Let's say there was an after party for this correspondent speech. Um, everybody, all the who's who of people that run these major publications were at this party and it was hosted at Bill Gates, no, 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 uh, Steve Jobs' widow's house. Mm-hmm. And, she, you know, it's it's her, you know, her house, her party, and it's everyone from all the major, like, uh, Huffington Post, you know, to, uh, I don't know, Daily, whoever the fuck, and then major political figures, you know, senators and house members from certain, so all these people are just mingling in this one after party after they just had this correspondence speech, you know, talking about the press and the media, and if a lot of Americans knew just what was going on, I'm sure a lot of Americans, they don't watch this correspondence mm-hmm. speech. They don't watch this mm-hmm. whole thing. It's like an hour and a half long. They don't know what's happening after this whole thing. Like the people that are supposed to be giving you the information, right, mm-hmm. are then rubbing elbows and just kind of like scanning the room. Like who can I fuck over to elevate myself in D.C., right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, fuck, it's crazy. It really is. Yeah. Um, it's like a TV show. Yeah, man. And I know what you mean now, like by out of touch. Yeah. It's like, you know, this hour and a half schmooze party of like, bro, y'all caused this economic pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? This like 
you know this 33 billion that they're requesting to send to Ukraine. There's no payback terms. There's no, it's not a loan. It's a motherfucking gift yeah. to themselves. That's why you got Nancy Pelosi over there uh, flying in, parachuting in and shit with her dentures. And you got five, six different camera angles and shit with Zelensky. And it's like, it's like a movie. It's like, oh, this is a war zone. But we got time to set up multiple angles and cameras. And, and now they meet and they shake hands and they do this puppet, this dog and pony show. $33 billion. Not to mention the other trillion for that and the other billion for that. And, you know, and then somebody asked Saki, uh, a journalist, was like, considering that we just got out of this 20 year debacle, trillions of dollars, many, many deaths, suicide rate, all this stuff associated with Afghanistan. Right. We've already we've already established. I think he even quoted the president saying like it's it wasn't even like really a victory. He's like. How do we justify? What are the what? Uh, I'm paraphrasing, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm That's all we do I'm here. Butchering. That's all we do here. I'm totally butchering That's this. All we so do. check out. So check out his question. Though. It was good. He was basically saying, "What are the metrics? Like, what's the timeline for this Ukraine? What's the limit? You know what I mean? Like, America is broke. We ain't got it. <laughs> We're in debt. We do not have it. All right. We do on the balance sheet. There, we do not have motherfucking." Print up another $33 billion, bitch. Our southern border is wide the fuck open. It's in chaos. You know what I mean? Like, There's 100,000 soldiers in Ukraine. How many do we have I mean, on we do. We left, we left Americans in Afghanistan. We got soldiers out there in Ukraine. We ain't got none at the border, of course. We're not worried about that. Um, but y'all keep wanting to print money, print money. Now you want another trillion to cancel student debt and loans. and It's like, where, where y'all getting all this money from? Yeah, you, uh, I, again probably butchering the number here but i was overhearing somebody talk about how much money that that we've sent over to ukraine already right <laughs> yeah it's like 55 billion or something well i think the total of it amounted to more money than we've sent anywhere else in the last like 20 or 30 years combined or yeah. some shit like that like it's fucking and how crazy. do they how do they justify it because check this out y'all newsflash newsflash normies the ruble is up the dollar is down. Mm -hmm. Russia's uh, economy expanded. Ours shrunk. That's going over people's heads, though. Like, just saying that sentence alone. And not to mention that you think Germany and France and Italy and all these European countries that are set up, their whole economy is structured around buying cheap Russian fuel. So they're sending money to Russia. That's funding the war. But they want to be online with the Ukraine flag. You want to put a Ukraine flag on your uh, car. You got a U Ukraine flag in front of your house now. It's all about Ukraine. And, and don't get me wrong. We feel bad for the innocent women and children and the people of Ukraine who have been fucked over by their oligarchs. This is the third most corrupt country in the world. Yeah. Get a globe, spin that motherfucker, <laughs> pick a country, any country, chances are they're less corrupt. Unless you pick one of the other two that's a little bit more corrupt. Yeah, and anytime we talk about these other countries, these conflicts, we're not talking, it goes without saying, or it should go without saying, but in today's world, you have to always preface it with we're not talking about the people, we're talking about their whatever, administrations, whatever you want to call them. We're talking about the CCP, we're not talking about the Chinese people. Yeah. Talking and, about mm -hmm. Putin, we're not talking about the Russians, right? And in this case, you really have to preface it because. Our leaders and our policies and how we approached this whole debacle, we call America caused those people having to be refugees now. Like they tried to weaponize the dollar and try to attack the ruble and try to attack the Russian people. And the shit backfired because Russia was like, well, I still got gas for sale. India, you want some? They're like, fuck yeah. All right, pay me in rubles. China, you, you want some of this gas? Yeah, we got you, bro. You know, we're going to back you up communists stick, to, stick together or whatever they got going on um and it's like all right bet pay me in rubles so everybody's getting off the dollar you know what i'm saying the, the people we have in charge bro they finessed us or well, y'all i ain't vote for that man they bamboozled people um and these are your betters they, they this is what they said rob they were like ah, the adults are back in the building finally finally we're gonna get some uh 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 People who know what they're doing and no more chaos, no more orange Cheeto fingers and his kids running around. America's back. We're back. America's back. We're back. You know, Putin's having a surgery. 
for what he's undergoing cancer surgery he's got cancer he's got cancer and something else parkinson's or some shit no shit yeah is that real news that is real news in case you didn't know that how long he had cancer bro i don't know how long um but he has been sick for a while and apparently i don't know if it's parkinson's there's something that that like he can't sit up straight like if you've noticed and i don't know if you've seen any recent he like uh, kind of leans yeah he's got to lean over he's, he's kind of hunched over i'm trying to look it up real quick because i had to bring it up because this was news to me honestly i i uh, to be completely transparent, I'm not keeping up with Ukraine and Russia every fucking day because there's so many things going on in the United States, in the United States of America. In the United States. But uh, you obviously have to, from time to time, peep in. And uh, I heard, and this is just from the Washington Post, talking about uh, Putin undergo cancer surgery, transfers power to the executive SES. FSB chief. It got cold real quick, didn't it? Yeah, show the fuck did. <laughs> Shout out to Log G. <laughs> that, Shout out to Log G. And that he knocked split. out. That he knocked out. No, uh, Log G did a, a bunch of good work. Uh, but my boy Jose had to critique the way he installed that restroom fan. Okay, okay. He's like, oh, no, nah, dog. Who, 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 who the fuck? Who the fuck you had up in here drilling this shit? uh anyway yeah so look into that uh see what happens with putin and um his illnesses and maybe what it means for the future of this conflict yeah ain't no telling man ain't no telling i mean as long as he's able to keep selling that cheap gas and as long as germany keeps buying it up because the german people aren't going to sacrifice their whole economy and their whole lifestyle um first of all america we ain't got it we ain't got the 33 billion my bad i'm sorry but uh, how about y'all start maybe do a shakedown on some of y'all's oligarchs? Zel- you know how much money Zelensky's worth? No. Man, Google that shit. <laughs> Whew. You want to take a guess? Man, that boy's worth a couple billion. What's his name again? Vladimir? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Zelensky. Net worth, whatever. Um, how much you pitching in, Zelensky? All, him and all his boys, all the, uh, the people that own um, Dur- Burisma... All the oligarchs, the crooked, crooked oligarchs that have uh, lined their coffers off the backs of the Ukrainian people. Y'all got to pitch in first because we way the fuck over here in the Western Hemisphere in the, in the Judeo-Christian West. And we ain't got it. We ain't got 33 billion. I mean, there's been reports uh, as high as 1.5 billion, but Go Bank rates uh, says it's more like 1.5 million. Ah, I don't bullshit. That. Him and, well, hey, bullshit. Regardless, what you putting in? You buying a tank, a missile, a helicopter, some grenades, some night vision goggles? What you, what you putting in? Another one says, this is from 2022, he has a net worth of about $596 million. Nah, that boy got billions. And, and not to mention, every time we see this man on TV, he's sitting there just like this. I need, I need five Blackhawk helicopters. I need 33 tanks. I need, I need air to f- ground missile uh, hypersonic. I need. We need thirty-three billion. I need helicopters now, swiftly and today. Swiftly and today. If not, you are Putin uh, puppet. He's like fucking. Uh, he's like uh, the fucking cartel leader from Ozark. Yeah, he's. It's like, bro, pump your brakes, uh, Vladimir. What's his name? It's not Vladimir, is it? Something. Vladimir Zulinski. Oh yeah, yeah. Voldemir. Whichever Voldemir. it is. However, slow the fuck down. Bitch, this is America, and you got to wait in line because I know everybody done paid their taxes, and I know a lot of countries are dependent on it, but y'all the third most corrupt country in the world. Trump was trying to look into the Burisma and the Hunter Biden, and they fucking tried to impeach Trump over that shit, and now look at where we're at. Now look at where all the money's going. Trump was trying to look into the corruption, and what did Willie D post that one day? He posted the meme where he was misled into believing that somehow Trump making a phone call and threatening to withhold aid somehow caused what's happening now. It's a damn shame, man, but everybody's got to learn one way or another, right? I don't know if some people are ever going to learn. I don't think they're going to learn, but at least I think they're going to be a little bit more vigilant and a little bit more aware, and they'll be less likely to create their own kind of chaos. Like prior to maybe having opened their eyes a little bit, but not being open to it to the world, they just kind of, you know, would have just completely ignored it. They were out there being a part of these crazy riots and mostly peaceful gatherings. Now they probably wouldn't do that, but they're also not going to tell the world that they have changed their their perspective. I don't know. I think a lot of people, uh, shout out to Gil from American Cholo. He's one of the folks too that's like, I'm in the middle. I call out everybody. And it's like, well, you know, we do too. We call out, 
we call out the rhinos and the sellouts and all the America last Republicans and and you know what I'm saying. Before I put, uh, we play the best moments from this correspondence speech, I do want to talk about that episode because it was very, in a sense, controversial. Like people in the con- like that one obviously got has gotten the most views in recent episodes and got a lot of comments and interactions from on YouTube and our Discord and stuff. So. Yeah, like there was still a lot to to kind of go in on in, in that episode, but you can only get so much in an hour, right? Mm-hmm. He had worked all day and he hopped on late in the afternoon. We had already been podcasting for like five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. It was a good exchange. People really appreciated it. There were some comments that were like, uh, never tuned in, but now I'm a subscriber to our pod, to this podcast, which is great. But uh, Yeah, there's some synergy there, basically. For it's sure, like yeah. A lot of people that watch my channel watch his. Definitely. And vice versa. And, uh, you know, Gil just has a different approach to things. And I'm not putting words in his mouth or making predictions or anything, but I think he's going to come around to some things that he says. I'm in the middle. It's so easy to say I'm in the middle, but to make a stand and put a line in the sand is very hard to do, as you know. So I think he, as he gets older, you know, he's already—he's obviously older than I am, but he's going to have to come around to certain things that you just can't sit on the fence forever about. Well, I think, I think what's happening is a lot of us uh, feel that we're um, in the middle in many ways, mm-hmm. just common sense, just constitution, just kind of like America first-ish, whatever. But as the left keeps going lefter and lefter and more and more left Mm -hmm. your ass getting left behind (laughs) your ass looking right that's a good that's a tag or something for a joke i mean they just as you as you try to say this is where i'm at this is these are my traditions this is where common sense kind of lies anything too far these ways is radical well the left keeps going further and further 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 left and now they're looking at you like Bill Maher. Yeah. They're ready to cancel everything. They're ready to eat, eat their own. Yeah, I don't know if it was Jack Posobiec, but someone recently also was mentioning how a lot of the articles coming out from some of these <clears throat> major publications would be like, for instance, the, the right has gone further right, the left has gone further left, but then the way they frame it, they'll somehow make it seem like overall the center has also moved, and therefore when you look at it from when it's reframed, the left has actually become more center and the right has gone more fall, all crazy far right. I'm like, yeah. how did you do that? How did you word salad that shit together? Because they pick a couple data points and then to create a narrative. Yeah. And um, all this is, re- is in response of um, a meme that Elon Musk pointed, uh, posted. Elon Musk posted a meme of um, that little graph of the monito. Did you see it? It's like stick figures and it basically shows like the left going just going further and further left to where now people that were in the center or people that were liberal are now considered fucking far right. No, I need to hop on Twitter more. I, I want to now. I think it's going to be more fun with Elon in the mix. Yeah, so I think a lot of that is in response to uh, the shit Elon put. Because Elon's going in. Elon is like, oh, so just Lane Maxwell, we didn't get not one name off her fucking client list. Like I got a story about that. He's tweeting shit like that. He is, yeah. So let's get into this. some of these best moments. Stop me at any time. It's it's Noah and Biden, so I want to get your reaction. <laughs> Remember, when I post this up, it's in the bottom corner and people see you. Is that Enos Freedom? Uh, it looks like Brendan uh, Schaub. Oh, I thought it was Enos Freedom. <laughs> All right. I'm really excited to be here tonight with the only group of Americans with a lower approval rating than I have. <laughs> It is my great honor to be speaking tonight at the nation's most distinguished super spreader event. No, for real, people, what are we doing here? Let's be honest, what are we doing? Like, did none of you learn anything from the gridiron dinner? Nothing, huh? Like, do you read any of your own newspapers? I mean, I expect this from Sean Hannity, but the rest of you, what are you doing here? Everyone had to prove they were fully vaccinated and boosted. Boosted. So if you're at home watching this, and you're wondering how to do that, just contact your favorite Fox News reporter. They're all here, vaccinated and boosted. Boosted. And y'all all can still catch it. And they go to Peter Ducey, obviously. And look, Fox, Fox, Fox News, I'm, I'm really sorry your preferred candidate lost the last election. To make it up to you, I'm happy to give my chief of staff to you all so he can tell Sean Hannity what to say every day. This is the first time the president attended this dinner in six years. Imagine how much shit they pumped him up with before this. It's understandable. We had a horrible plague followed by two years of COVID. Uh, Yeah, that was a good one. 
you call Trump a plague. <laughs> but he had number peace. He had a strong economy. Just imagine if my <laughs> predecessor came to this dinner this year. Now that would really have been a real coup if that occurred. Oh. And yes, I know a lot of you are worried, and yes, it is risky making jokes these days, you know? I mean, we all saw what happened at the Oscars. Um, I've actually been a little bit worried about tonight. I, I won't lie, you know? I was like, what if I make like a really mean joke, you know, about like Kellyanne Conway, and then her husband rushes up on the stage and thanks me? Well, Republicans <laughs> seem to support one fella, some guy named Brandon. He's having a really good year. A good year. And I'm kind of happy for it. You're a bad dude. Yeah, because these people have been so hard on you, which I don't get. I really don't. You know, I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up. <laughs> Everything. Of all, all this taking place with this information massively on the rise, <laughs> where the truth is buried by lies and the lies live on as truth. What's clear and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, that you, the free press, matter more than you ever did in the last century. The reason we hear. Yeah, anyway, the rest of it is just real, like, tries to get mushy and shit. This is from CNN Business, obviously. Ay, ay, ay. Cringy, cringy, cringy. Yeah, just, uh, just again, in their own bubbles, the completely elites, unaware. Out of touch. Dude. And most people will never really see it that way, I think. And then, and then they try to make jokes about like, oh, we're all here maskless. And, and it's like, this is a super spreader event. It's like, but we're all boosted thanks to Pfizer and the fucking, first of all, y'all don't even want to know what they're finding in those uh, documents. Uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf and her team of like nurses, scientists, doctors, like volunteers, mm -hmm. all parsing through the data. Bro, y'all just got to go look into that. But it basically like um, some of the stuff she looked into was the scientists who were conducting the studies on whether or not the jab was safe for pregnant women and breastfeeding women and stuff like that, they all own stock in Pfizer. So they were all just basically compromised. Um, the way the study was conducted was on like 42 lab rats from France. And then they like stopped it halfway. They're like, all right, well, some of them are dying, whatever, whatever. You know, they're just... So basically, like, a lot of reports have been coming out about, like, military women who were forced to take it, uh, what problems they've been having, um, just a lot of, like, birth defects. Uh, and again, we have to watch what the fuck we say on these on these uh, platforms. But uh, patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales, you can get access to the Discord and uh, we could really have a candid conversation yeah. about some of these statistics. Uh, you want to shift gears into a very, very creepy new production from Discovery Plus? Uh-oh, yeah, for sure. A source inside the federal government has come forward... Whoops. That's not it? No, 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 no. That's the next one. That oh, was, okay. That's the next story. In the meantime... Discovery Plus. It's called Generation Drag? It sure is. To the oh pink my palace, my lovely friends. I first discovered drag at 13. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I wanted it. Put on the wig and the makeup, and I'm someone completely different. I'm so pretty! Wow. My drag name is Vanessa Shimmer, and she is just a force you cannot reckon with. How do I parent a child that wants to do drag? I never expected drag to be a part of our lives. Oh my god, these are so cute. These are problems I never thought I had to prepare for. At least he knows it's a problem. What I love about drag is the glitz and the That's glam. a problem. Executive producer Tyra Banks. My name is Noah, and I'm transgender. And these are children, y'all. Have you talked to mom and dad about the pictures? What do you think of taking those photos down? The constant reminder that we had to pretend I was a boy. Do you think a mom would ever want to watch me do drag? How do I explain this to my child that she doesn't fully accept? Y la raza. Y. Making friends has been a hard thing for me to do. When I'm becoming Nemo, Whoa. become more confident. Let me make sure you are appropriately fluffed. <laughs> this transition has been difficult for them, but. Woo! What the 
they try, and that's all you can ask for. It's important for kids to understand that they're not alone. So my mom started Dragiton. Kids and their families are coming from all over the country where we get to be our true selves. Oh God, this is happening. It's Vanessa Shimmer! This is a place of love and support because we need that in this world. This is me and you better like it. <clears throat> it just really makes you wonder sometimes, like, okay, why all of a sudden? Like, it, it's like an epidemic. All of a sudden, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. There was a show we, we were watching the other night. Uh, did, did Marisol mention it? What? I'm He's trying expecting? to. Was it on? No, 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 no. That was a different one. It was similar to this, where it was like uh, kids. Was it on Netflix? Man, mm -hmm. I, I, I might have to text Is you it a direction? Uh, they were basically transitioning these kids, right? So I don't know if it was on Netflix. I can't remember. I don't even want to search that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Do not <laughs> fuck up. Get your little virus yeah, for real. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, I'm gonna put her on speaker. Tell what? Me. You're on. Yeah, no, right. You're on speakerphone. You're on speaker. You're on speaker. You're on, we're on the podcast. Hey, what is the name of the drag or the the uh, trans kids show? Was that on Netflix? Uh, HBO. It was on HBO Max. You don't remember the name? Transferred. Transferred. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Okay. Um, now, Tyra Banks is executive producer of the, of the Discovery Plus one, right? And obviously, they have upbeat music, and it's very like uh, edited in the trailer to be like, oh, the parents are supportive and, and things like that, right? But what they're not what they're not mentioning is the statistics that come along with this stuff. For example, it's one thing to let your kid pretend play dress up it's another thing to put them on puberty blockers right mm -hmm. now you're like stunt oh shit sorry now you're like stunting so mad he knocked the fucking yeah now you now you're like you're fucking with the endocrine system now you're gonna like stop them from going through any puberty because mm -hmm. because i guess they they do that so that in case the boy wants to transition to a girl uh, he, she, whatever, won't have a deep ass voice and Adam's apple and all that. So they kind of like suppress the natural order of things, right? The way God made these these people. Um, so now, so number one, you now you're now dealing with puberty blockers. Number two, what's the percentage of when they want to like detrans or whatever the word is, a detransition? Detransition, yeah. Yeah. What what's the percentage of kids that end up with like? you know just more psychological things um suicide um now they want to transition back and now their hormones are all out of whack now you know she's always gonna have a deep voice like once once a female starts getting on testosterone and she starts getting that deep ass voice if she changes her mind now that she let's say now that she's an adult she's like oh shit i'm 19 or whatever and why the fuck did my parents let me do this goofy ass shit now they want to get back on estrogen. Not only are you risking all kind of health problems, but like now you still got a deep ass voice. Yeah, it never goes away. way. I, I queued up the uh, transit trailer. It's a super short one uh, compared to the one we just watched. Here we so are, HBO. I got to see this because it came out in 2020. What felt like when you first started doing the documentary. I started off not really knowing who I was because I mean I was a kid and I'm 12 now. Here we go. It started early, six, seven years old, and she would tell us, I'm a little girl. I just always knew, I just didn't know the word for it. Children before puberty do not have medical interventions. It is a social transition. We lost most of our friends and some of our family. My family really doesn't talk to me. My mother thinks I'm a child abuser. Jay was able to get his birth certificate changed to male. They changed it! Wow. Well, it's vital for me to have my parents understand what I'm trying to get at. Being a teenager is just hard enough on its own. Going through puberty as someone that you're not is a little harder. How do you feel about it, Grandma? Fine. I've taken care of you since you were two months old. You're my grandchild, whether you're male or female. What's going on? Somebody has pictures of your book. Somebody knows. This is not a pleasant time to be out and visibly trans. Girl bite is a blameless to be a girl. <laughs> You identified as girl boy. Nuh-uh, me boy. We'll call you a girl later if you want. 
What I really hope is that people realize we're human. We're not like some exotic species. We have human emotions. That's what matters. So <clears throat> I recommend everybody look into Dr. Deborah So, S-O-H. Mm -hmm. She was on Rogan before. She has a podcast. And she's like an actual doctor scientist. And the stuff she says is like, you know, it's gender dysmorphia. dysmorphia. Yeah, it's gender dysmorphia. She's very well versed in like everything that comes along with it. She's very well versed in the biology of it. Like, no, dude, there's two genders. Kind of like Matt Walsh. Mm -hmm. Like there's two, two genders. And, you know, I'll call you what you want me to call you, but we're not going to reorganize all of society and play this game where we all got to play the pronoun game and you're confusing pre-K kids and yeah. first graders that don't know how to barely read and you're giving them this fucked up grammar and now you trying to get Jorge Ramos to convince all of Mexico that their language is the patriarchy and they and, and not inclusive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So even Granny in that trailer knew, I don't care if you're a male or female. Like well, at least grandma knows there's only two. She only named two. Um <laughs> but but here's the thing though. We saw a little bit of transhood on HBO Max and some of these parents were activists. That's already like an enabler type of situation. Sure. Like, like all in, like that just has become the mom's identity. And she started playing momager. Like, okay, well, you have you have the people from Time Life magazine coming. They're gonna take pictures. You need to cooperate. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like now you gotta be a girl, motherfucker. Because <laughs> if you just decide to just be a boy again, there goes all the mommy's opportunities, and now you're not going to the state capitol waving flags and making <laughs> poster boards. I'm not familiar with the history of um rupaul's show are you at all not a whole lot okay no i'm just curious because you know i don't know how long it's been around but when you think about the amount of people that can be casted for that show there's got to be a finite amount right like a pretty small mm -hmm. as it is that that i don't know percentage of people mm -hmm. population is pretty small well when you start something like generation drag you're you're it's the feeder league for these bigger shows as they get older wouldn't you think well, yeah, and not to mention that RuPaul's show was based around adults. Right. Yeah, grown men who, I guess, do drag and maybe are not necessarily on hormones. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't I don't know what, you know, because there's some terms I don't think you're allowed to say. I don't know if... Uh, Why wait till they're adults, you know? I, like, you know, there's a word that starts with tram and ends with vestite. <laughs> I don't know if that's derogatory, defamatory. Is that still a word? I don't know if you're allowed to say, like, like for example, you know the engine, how they call transmissions trannies? Yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to say that. That might be mean. <laughs> but um, but anyway, here's what I, what I trip out on. It's almost like, man, once we start to find out why, like, who all benefits and what's the end goal, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, why all of a sudden we got all these different flags and with all the different colors and the extra ones and and this the this the gender nonconforming and the fluid and the this and the like when you see libs of TikTok you see these t teachers like oh I'm mix I'm not Miss or Ma'am I'm or MX. Mister yeah, yeah. Mix Myx and and one of my preschoolers misgendered me and bitch are you Professor Xavier what's going on are you fucking <laughs> MX <laughs> you Mexican <laughs> so apparently according to Wikipedia uh, Wikipedia. Uh, the term transvestite is commonly considered outdated and derogatory, with the term cross-dresser being used as the appropriate placement. I don't know what it is, but it's just fascinating to see how... It, it's almost like you want to just trace the money. It's like, who's behind this? China? Yeah. It's like, where is the Marxism? <laughs> like, what's y'all's goal? Is it transhumanism? Is you trying to divorce? Like, you trying to basically go against God? Like, you know what I mean? It's just... Everything is postmodern and subjective and you could just be fluid and, and nobody has thought this through. Like, do we need tampons in the boys restroom? Like, do we need to say there was a, a person from the fuck Department of Education or something who was basically saying we need to say women don't make eggs. Ovaries do. Oh, right. Just to just to somehow make shit more fucking inclusive or whatever. And it's kind of like, are y'all thinking this through? Like the little girl that got raped in Virginia by the boy in a skirt. And it's like, well, we thought the gender fluid bathroom thing was going to work out. And it's like, no, who's thinking this through? Is this a distraction? 
Like, you know, China ain't finna accept all this. Yeah. You think they playing this, these little games? No. They letting all that. They amplifying it on TikTok. All these um, all these big companies that kowtow to the CCP, they all got the ESG score. Um, maybe they're trying to cater to the niche progressive uh, audiences or something. But it's just kind of like, what's the end game? Who, who's orchestrating all this? We got to look at the, and this is the way I've heard it uh, presented, is when you look at the biggest gay rights movement foundations in, in history, that you got to look there. You got to start there because when, I don't know, I don't know a whole lot about the gay rights movement, but whenever they basically got what they wanted, you know, marriage and all this, all the things that they got, there was nothing else to acquire. So whoever was pulling the strings in those movements then said, if we, if we stop now, we've lost, like, what do we do now? Mm. Like their whole lives for decades from like post-World War One to whenever, you know, everything that got passed just recently with being able to get married and whatnot, all the gay rights movement, civil fucking movement thing, they got it. They're good. But now it's like, well, what do we do now? Then we have our foundations go under, our, we lose jobs and all these boards and, and all like, these. How do we lo- raise more money? Yeah, how do, yeah, exactly. So then they start finding things to lobby behind, start finding things to make a new movement. And that's where you find, where we find ourselves now. Yeah, sometimes I'd be like, man, what, what the fuck George Soros got to do with this shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I mean, I don't know, but basically, bro, like look into Dr. Deborah. So check out some of her YouTube videos. Um, little short interviews or clips or a podcast and um i think she hits she nails it on the head she hits the nail on the head and um the crazy thing is the amount of cancel culture that has been happening in the scientific community she's like if you stand firm by saying this is science these are the chromosomes these are the genders she's like all of a sudden it's harder for you to get published it's harder for you to get tenured at a university they basically start to cut off your lifeline and your financial opportunities as a scientist so a lot of them kowtow or they like to stay out of it or just be like you know what i'm gonna shut the fuck up when it comes to this uh, gender stuff uh we at the top of the show we said we're gonna talk about this leak right and we're gonna probably touch on it now and then keep going on it on thursday's episode but um what do you think about the supposed leak of the draft for the supreme court saying they're gonna overturn roe v wade Man, dude, I saw that late last night. Um, late last night. Yeah, Mighty Soul was getting ready uh, for bed and stuff. And I happened to look on Twitter. And basically, she, she's like, she's, you know, she's ready to go to bed. She's in PJ. She's already <laughs> winding down. I was like, hey, so I know you think you knew everything that was kind of going on for the day. Uh, you thought we were done because, you know, every day is some kind of chaos. I was like, by the way, they're putting barricades around the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, and I explained, I was like, they leaked the, uh, I guess they're voting to turn the Roe v. Wade and, and the, um, the abortion stuff, kick it back down to the states or whatever or, mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. yeah. to basically to where the states can now outlaw some shit and be like, not, not in Alabama, bitch, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Take your ass to Mississippi right. or something. And, uh, and, and I was like, so now they're probably going to weaponize the riot, right? There's going to be more division more distraction and these people are going to probably be going fucking crazy over their so-called right to kill a baby and then we saw a clip this morning of um dude i'm a fuck dude i'm i should have saved it i need to find a way to save tweets and stuff but basically man there was a woman in front of a uh you know how they do like hearings Mm -hmm. and it might have been for the state of um fuck mississippi what is this motherfucker's name? Um, I don't know. It might have been California or something. But basically, they were like, so can you tell me what's the age? Like, what's the cutoff for, you know, what term of pregnancy? And it's like, oh, uh, it appears we didn't put we didn't put a cutoff. He's like, so let's just say a female is about to give birth and she's full term and she's dilating. Mm-hmm. She's dilating, bro. Like the baby finna come out. Yeah. Is there a limit there? Uh, no, we didn't put a limit. So so basically, she could like be huffing and puffing, having contractions, and then go have the baby killed. Well, we talked about this a couple of, probably about a month ago, where California, it was California, where they were, they made it to where it could actually be post a couple of weeks, like after the baby was born. I think 26 days after. Yeah, um, something like that. So yeah, this might be a little bit old. Oh, here it is, dude. You want to hear this? Yeah. Uh, so Patrick Corielche. He's from a Red Pill America okay. podcast. 
um, this he 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 tweeted. This is the moment that changed everything. It undisputably, it indisputably showed the demonic nature of their movement. I might want to just fast forward. In a pregnancy of the woman. Or physical health. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So, I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay. But to the end of the third trimester. Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So, um... where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth. She has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give a birth. Would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a, you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman I understand that. that. I'm point. asking if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that, yes. <laughs> Damn! Dilating, bro. Dilating. <clears throat> that's uh, it's a new one. I mean, dude, Kanye tried to warn y'all when he when he was basically, you know, talking about Planned Parenthood, how they um, they always got them in the in the hood, minority communities. They really don't care about y'all. Margaret Sanger, I believe her name is the lady who founded Planned Parenthood, was like super racist, using it like what's the word um. What's the, what's that word where you believe in a like just it's too much population just like population control oh yeah population uh, density or something? not euthanasia I forget what the word is <clears throat> where um anyway that's that's the founder of Planned Parenthood just races hated minorities uh, thought there was too many humans and that's why they put them in the hood they want to put Planned Parenthoods in the high schools in California to help aid in transitioning what? kids yeah, bro <laughs> come on. <laughs> you would think the co-host of a uh, red pill to mileage, bro, <laughs> could not get his brain blown live on air. Really? No, I'm totally unaware of that. I'm surprised Mighty Soul never mentioned it on her last no, podcast. She yes. mentions a lot of things, but you she might want that you one might, out. You might want to Google. She, it's in the book she's still reading. You know, <laughs> you, know, you know, my baby, she ain't the fastest reader in the world. That's a jab. That's a jab at her. Well, because she puts it down. She'll read five pages, get busy with the kids. When can I read, Pete? When do I have time to read? When do I have time to read? We have too much going on. All right. So look, if you Google like uh, planned parenthoods in high schools, California, maybe it'll pull up. But supposedly their plan, allegedly, is to basically set up shop, set up shop as an extension of the state in the school to help usher in more a hormone, like put your kid on the hormones and start the transition. Mm, okay. The transition pipeline. I mean, I'm seeing stuff uh, from 2019. Let me see if I can. Uh, this is actually from PlannedParenthood.org. Planned Parenthood of Los Angeles announces landmark program in partnership with high school-based uh, well-being centers across L.A. County. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this this might be talking about it, but I don't know anything about this. This motherfucker said, what? I mean, that's fucking crazy. I mean, hey, man, these big cities, man, you know, they be on some weird shit. Uh, Yeah. Well, Amazon is going to be uh, allegedly paying U.S. staff to travel for expenses of abortions. So Amazon employees get to travel, switch states to go have an abortion. They're they're going to reimburse them for their travels because they want to help out with that. Yeah, yeah, they want to help. They want to participate. Yeah, if they got to travel to get it, you know, get it done. Mm. You know, here you go. Here's a little uh, little something for your troubles. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, you know. That's a that's a tricky uh, tricky subject. All of this abortion stuff, but um, I, I got a question about it, and I'll lead, I'll lead into the next episode with it. But before we wrap up, I want to play this video that I, I saw also last night, and um, I just thought it was interesting because we've been talking about these kind of people. Have you seen this this NBC oh, anchor? This, okay, is he national anchor or local? Um, I, I mean, it doesn't local. make a difference. It doesn't make a, a difference, but I believe local, if I had to guess, because I saw in one of the posts, this is from Lexit. Why are there so many pedophiles out there, bro? <laughs> dude. Back in the day when we was young, bro, I mean, it'd be like, hey, dude, if a dude pull up with a van, tell me I got candies and snacks and toys <laughs> and shit, don't hop in the van. Now you got NBC News anchor Zach Wheeler caught trying to have sex with an underage boy. So I'll play it. The one, so I saw it originally from Informed with Anthony uh, late last night. 
And this one's from Lexit. The, the Lexit posted a longer version where they catch him, I guess, in the store wherever he was going to meet this supposed 18-year-old. Because um, there's a uh, there was like a a, a p- private organization that it was had a set up group. shop. Yeah. yeah, they set up shop on Facebook, and I guess set them up. 607 Predator Hunters was mm-hmm. the name of the organization. Where is 607? I don't know. Is that no. I figured you'd know the area code. You no. know every fucking area code in the world. Not 607. 607? I don't know where it is. Oh, it's an NBC affiliate from WETM-TV. I don't know where it is. It doesn't say where. But the employee's um, his socials have been scrubbed, including his LinkedIn, been deleted. So, let me so he like got fired or something? Or what's going on? Uh, well, nothing's been, nothing happened yet. This just literally happened last night. Zach, right? You know, you know where the golf Zach? stuff's at? You know the golf stuff's at? have a talk before we get the you cops here. You know what? That's okay, because here's the thing. I wasn't looking to meet him. Yeah, that's not what the chat logs say. Gonna say All right, well, let's have a talk before we get the cops here. <laughs> wow. You stay. Come on, because this is everyone's gonna hear what we're talking about. It's like, what y'all got against women, bro? Why y'all like women, bro? <laughs> and it's one thing to like boys. This. Dude is trying to meet up with an underage kid. Yes. So, yeah. So, there's not even a girl thing. It's just more of a children versus adults thing. Exactly. I wasn't looking. Listen, listen closely. You might be a good talker. Not this time. I was here to hang. To talk. To hang. I got to go. You don't have to go. You got all the time in the world. You were going to go watch movies. No, I was not. actually. got the whole chat. We have more information on you than you know. So, all we're asking for is a phone. All right. God. Let's go over here in the shade. We do not want to talk. That just shows you're guilty. You know what I mean? Explain yourself. We want to hear you all. We want to hear you all. Is he really about to go sit in the shade? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Movement posting this. I'm going to do a story. Listen. Stage is yours, Curtis. I was here to talk to that kid to get him off of these apps. <laughs> Listen, I'm not having sex with that guy. Well, let's get, let's rewind to where you said you didn't think, you didn't why know he you was guys, 18. Wait, why do you guys per- do this to gay and lesbian people? Do you <laughs> no, 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 no. We do it to everybody. Oh, he's a victim, everybody. Yeah. Pedophiles. yeah, but I'm not a pedophile. So wait, you did know the age. Let's backtrack there. I did it. Two minutes no, ago, you said 18 years old. That was not what I told you. I'm going to stop rolling here. What? He told you that. He doesn't want to hear the chat logs. The chat logs are bad, buddy. You don't want to hear him. He's like, I'm the dude you were chatting with. My name's Rodney. Fucking piece of shit. And I'm not 15. Dude, what a weirdo. Yeah, man. Busted. Busted like a motherfucker. Busted. (sighs) Um, um, I wanted to back up real quick. Because I know we're wrapping up. All this stuff about the Supreme Court and the leaking of the alleged, right? Mm-hmm. This shit might be a hoax for all we know, just to get people riled up. Um, Not a hoax, but planned, but go on. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we don't know if that's a real document. Like, we don't know if that's really how they were going to vote. Oh, I think more so that it was leaked by somebody that wanted this chaos to begin. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it might be a fake leak, meaning mm-hmm. like, just say they're going to. I mean that's not even my point. But right, my point is, is say? this shit just happened last <clears throat> night, and, and we don't know. We don't know if it was Sotomayor's uh, ultra progressive liberal staff. We don't know who. We, I mean, these whoever that was, they need to put them in the jail next to the J six people. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, bro, you you trying to undermine the Supreme Court, like, and you seeing all the people on a bunch of people on the left are like yes burn it down like burn down the system and we're on our way like we're gonna fly in they're gonna hear our voice like like here's i think one of the biggest uh takeaways of this whole thing is just kind of how like people are crash dummies they're gonna put a battery in their back they're gonna like weaponize the riot um this whole subject is going to be utilized by people in the primaries. For example, Beto O'Rourke, he can wait for this shit to go down because now, now his tune is uh, women's reproductive rights are on the ballot. So basically, vote for me if you want an abortion. Right. So now he's using that angle on top of Governor Abbott closed the border because uh, he's bad for the economy. He's causing inflation and supply chain issues. So 
basically, bro, anybody, all these politicians that are on the left, they already know that the young, woke, Marxist, brainwashed, fresh out of college, can't wait to get their loan paid off because they, sh- they picked a, um, a shitty major that can't get you no job. That's why you can't pay your fucking student loans. Now you need the plumbers, electricians, and the deplorables to cover your motherfucking bill. You need the podcasters of the world, the comedians, <laughs> the rappers, the shit talkers. You know what I'm saying? The professional shit talkers got to now pay for your sociology degree or your fucking women's studies. No offense. Um, no total offense. But yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting how like maybe, okay, how many feds are going to be mixed into these crowds? How many Antifa might take advantage uh, how much George Soros money is going to go into this shit? Like, what, what's really going to happen? Uh, you already know Biden and the White House, you know, they're already, like, taking the side of the fucking... Yeah, there's a... I don't know who posted I want to find it maybe for the next episode. But there's a clip where, you know, they're interviewing some of the people that, that have already somehow gotten together that quick to to gather at the Supreme Court or wherever they are. Like, there's there's pockets of, like, these activist groups that have already, like... like, like Fucking Ron yeah, Burgundy, there. the news team mm-hmm. assembled so fast, right, mm-hmm. out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. So that tells you that it had to have been planned. Like, this was obviously something that they wanted to do. I mean, unless they're based out of D.C. and, like, that's their issue. They want to be able to kill. Right, more of a reason. To, that's more mm-hmm. to my point. Like, they were trying to do this for a while. So, uh, anyway, the point is that you can see in this clip that I hope to find where they ask these kids, because they're all kids, they're all young. Like, some of them don't even look like they're out of, like, their freshman year of college. Uh, and maybe seniors in high school or something, but they have like this really dumb glazed look over their eyes where they're like, this is just so wrong for all women, right? And they go to the next one's like, can't believe it. And then they go to the next one, she just gives them the finger. And it's just like, there's no... Oh, now y'all could define what a woman is? Right. Not only that, but there's no, like life hasn't like kicked in. Like half of their brain isn't isn't operating under what real life is like. I don't know. That's how people are going to take that out of context. Eventually some of the shit I've said will take, be taken taken out of context, but that's just what it looks like. They look like complete NPCs. Like nothing in their brain. Well, they've already been trained to hate Trump and, and Trumpers and anything that's considered conservative Anything that's on the right. Two years later, without it understanding, still all goes back to Trump somehow. Yeah, somehow, some way, they're they're Nazis. They're anti-vax. Not to mention anybody that's prepping right now or trying to get, move out of cities Nazi. to to live a rural lifestyle, and you want to be able to be self-sufficient, self-reliant, off the grid. They're gonna start. Y'all are the new anti-vaxxers, right? Yeah. Because they don't gave y'all a year and a half ear beating about the fucking anti-vaxxers being the worst thing ever. Now it's going to be, have you been seeing empty shelves? It's because of the hoarders. That's right. Many of them are right wing. Some are anti-vaxxers. A lot of them have a lot of ammo. And they don't want to fall in line with the system of stay under the surveillance of the big city. And when we want to lock you down, you're going to be dependent on supply chains. And you're going to get food when we say. When the drone drops it off and when the fucking mechanical dog comes and tells you to suppress your soul's desire for freedom, because <laughs> that's what they want. They want to usher us into the China fucking method of social credit score. Shut your bitch ass up. We own all the media. They're like, fuck Elon Musk. You know, there's a ministry of truth. And they're going to. Yeah, they're going to label all the people who are prepping it's like Ruby Ridge, you know what I mean? It's just like they're anti-government, and that's dangerous. They're a little bit too pro-freedom. So remember what you heard first. You've been warned. Send Ching- them out. Where are you going to be at? Where are you going to be? Where are you going to be? Uh, next stop, Corpus Christi, Texas, this weekend, Chingo de Mayo weekend, May 5th through the 7th. Arlington Improv, you already know, May 12th through the 15th. New Braunfels, May 20th. Uh, a whole bunch of shows in May. We're also hitting Abilene, Lubbock, Bryan, College Station. But get your tickets now at chingobling.com. Shout out to all the members of the Thea, patreon.com forward slash Red Tamales. And we're getting ready for some more content. And make sure y'all tune in and lock in. And we'll talk to you soon. Sass. Stand down, stand by. Stand by. <laughs>